The Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up to the mountain, and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. Then he began to speak and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people revel you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who went before you. The word of our Lord. Amen. Let us pray. Our risen Lord, on this day, which is so full of uh, memories, so full of hope and faith, and yet even doubt, we do uh, gather close at the foot of your throne, knowing that it is you who has given us life, you who has died and risen to bring us new life forevermore. And we ask that throughout all the service today, we might be mindful of our place in this calling of the saints in glory and the saints on earth. Uh, Help us to find our homework assignment. Help us to lean into the uh, loving arms of our Savior Jesus when we are lost at sea, uh, disenchanted, and feeling um, down in this world. He was always there. Uh, Sometimes we leave him undisturbed in our daily life. We get so busy, but help us, Lord. Help us to embrace uh, all that he gives us and uh, to celebrate being a child of God. In Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Well, once in a while, it really hits me. What a rare privilege it is to be a pastor. What caused this recent epiphany on my part, you'd ask? Well, honestly, All Saints Day. All Saints Day sermon stewing, that is. Yes, sermon stewing. I came up with that yesterday because it is what you have to do sometimes, to read the scriptures and then sit there and... uh, stare out the window or look over your life, try to imagine what on earth you're going to say on Sunday morning. Sometimes it's a challenge when you're tired and when you can't get any original thoughts going in uh, the crosshairs, like perhaps yesterday after we'd had a magnificent, large, emotional, spiritually rich funeral service and celebration of life for a certifiable saint in our community, Judy Quigley. Gone way too soon. But she didn't let any grass grow under her competent feet. Community worker, swim coach, water polo as well, strict mom to her own brood, and any other lost sheep kids in the neighborhood that needed a solid foundation to her own kitchen. She would bring them and feed them, Grandmom and that attended to every grandchild's uh, soccer games and uh, tournaments while she knitted in the crowd, not to waste time. 
Generous cook with every spice and every ingredient you'd ever need in her cupboard if you needed to borrow them. Professional landscaper, woman business woman for 35 years. Moral fiber and devoted to church councils and the churches she served. Activists that stopped the violence in Harrisburg. And the list goes on. It was only the beginning. She battled cancer these last six, seven years or more, even 12, and terrible back pains. Numerous, numerous operations, and never a woe is me, or a focus on her own problems. Everyone else took priority. She never stopped giving, shaping, loving, serving the people in her lives, all in the name of her Lord Jesus Christ. She was always, as Matthew's Gospel today says in the Beatitudes, hungering and thirsting for righteousness. Now there's a saint to be treasured. And it was my sweet spiritual homework to try and honor her story in remarks yesterday. But what that also does, you see, to the one trying to say something is you begin to have a chance to compare where your own energy is spent and where you measure up in this whole scenario with this fantastic person. What do I stand for? I sat and thought. Who are my students in life and discipleship? And what saintly investments am I making in our world on a regular basis with enthusiasm and joy and commitment as if I only had one day left to live? That's the rare privilege, you see, of attempting to catalog the God-given goodness and servanthood in someone else. We'll get a lot of chances today to see many other saints who have done wonderful works in our world, saints we have lost a while and loved long since, too many lost this year. Many of you lost several uh, in the same family. The grief is palpable, and today I can see so many of our fine members that we have lost over the last year. It filled me with tears. Of course, there's celebration, but there is a mourning today as well that goes on. But in that mourning comes the next step, which is a self-examination, a kind of, well, let's put my face up there, and what would be said? It's, it's an awesome consideration but something I think that has merit. Namely, what homework has God given us, given you, given me, and how are we doing making the world a better place? This is accomplished whenever I align my will with God's will. And you know, a lot of us, including Judy, had a very strong will, I understand. I didn't know her well enough to experience too much of that. And many of us are pretty strong-minded in our own ways. We know what we want, where we want it, how we want it. But to align our will with God's is a little bit of an exercise, isn't it? That's why we come back on Sundays. That's why we pray. That's why we read our scriptures to constantly see how we're doing. How have we detoured way off course? And how can we get right back online? Susan Hyland puts it this way. I, see, uh, I do the best when I see the world the way God sees it. 
Now that's presumptive, of course, but we can try to see the world the way God sees it right now. And what a world we have to look at in every direction and discern where it is I am deviating from God's perspective, God's purpose, God's gifts given to me to serve others in Christ's name. You understand? So it's good once in a while to take stock of your own life, and I think All Saints Day forces that upon us a bit, to see how we're doing with saintly living, putting our skills and elbow grease where our faith is, and showing others the God that's the head of our lives. Max Lucado has um, a job description he's written in some ways in a devotional book called Grace for the Moment. And he says this, let's spend a lifetime making our homework, making our Heavenly Father proud. Use your uniqueness to do so. You exited the womb called. I like that. You exited the womb called as a child of God. Don't see yourself as a product of your parents' DNA, but rather as a brand new idea from heaven. A brand new idea from heaven. Make a great good deal out of God's uh, parenthood and the DNA God has put in your system because who you are matters to him. God has not transferred you from a dull death, death from a dull death destined life to a rich heaven-bound adventure for nothing. Remember this, you were chosen to tell about the excellent qualities of God and do so every day of your life. With God, every day matters. Every person counts. And that includes you right now. He calls it, the book title is The Cure for the Common Life. The Cure for the Common Life. And I think that would be to see the world as God sees it and get busy bringing it into focus for the rest of the world. You know, on a recent trip to uh, the cruise of the Apostle Paul, my uh, entourage and I went to Rome finally after walking the streets of the Colosseum and other places many of you have been. And I had been there before, but not for many, 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 many years. And so the trip ended there at St. Paul's Church, the Apostle Paul, where I had not been. And it goes to the Vatican and the grandeur of all the gold leaf paintings and statues and tapestries of saints up and down the halls, popes and martyrs and breathtaking uh, people who have given their lives to God. It was educational, and it was lofty, and it was surreal in many, many ways. But at the same time, shall we say, we earthy Reformation Lutheran types can find it all just a bit too ornate too fancy for the common believers, perhaps also why Pope Francis won't live in those rather uh, dazzling Vatican digs himself, but takes a more modest apartment across the way where he will not live in such opulence. Luther and the Apostle Paul knew what it was to be a saint. 
The saint is an everyday kind of person. A saint is sitting right next to you right now. We don't have to die to be saints. We are right now, as Paul writes to the saints in Rome, the first line in the book of Romans, and they were all living. We are at worship this morning at Upper Dublin, and saints are being made every day among us. From the moment of your baptism, you were called to be heaven-bound, but to first to make this world a better place, to bring some healing and some hope to it, to bring it into focus, you might say. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ah, well, every day is new at Upper Dublin. So how are you all doing? I'm sure as we watched the slideshow, which I did at 7.45, it was an awesome thing. To imagine your own face up there, the summation of sort of some of the things you have accomplished in life, what would you like to see others say about you? It crosses our minds. So let's renew our devotion uh, as God taps us on the shoulder once again on All Saints Day for a modern mission assignment. And let us give thanks. Let us give thanks for those, yes, who have gone before. They have done amazing things for the love of their Lord. They have served him well. And we will miss them until that great reunion comes. However, let us carry on in good faith, with no less devotion and with more humility if possible, until at last we all rise and see that Lord Jesus Christ standing before us to say, well done, my good and faithful servant.